Hey everyone, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast tailor-made for women who want to bridge faith and business to experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. If you're wondering if it's even possible to do all that and still build a thriving business, the answer is yes. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical tips and godly insights so you can do just that. Plus, we'll have some great guests and a whole lot of fun together. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to pursue success God's way, let's get started. Do you ever listen to a podcast and maybe because you're an organized person like me, you love when they sort of give you a roadmap of what's coming next? I mean, listen, we all love variety, right? But I think in structures and I think in step-by-step. So I love when I listen to a podcast and it sort of all gels together multiple episodes. So I'm going to give you a roadmap of where we're going for the month of November. And actually, I'm going to start doing that every month because I have some specific things that the Lord has put upon my heart to really focus on in the podcast so that as you walk away from listening to it, you're getting really tangible guidance on what it means to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way. So we've been talking about the four keys framework for redefining hustle, and that is that God defines and directs us. And then we put that into discipline and in doing so that develops us. And it's a closed loop process for us as Christians and women of faith in business. And over this month of November, we are now going to be looking at what those keys unlock. And that first thing that they unlock for us is clarity so that we can walk out his assignment in our business with clarity. We started with how do we define clarity and how does God defining our identities, who we are, whose we are, what work we're we're supposed to be doing, what action to take and when, that when he defines that for us, we have clarity. And then over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about what, how does his direction give us clarity? How does us putting that into discipline give us clarity? And then how does our development give us clarity? And then we're going to tie the bow on it and talk about what obstacles get in our way to that clarity. So stay with us as we really dig into clarity and do me a favor If this is bringing you value, please screenshot this, share it on social, tag me, share it with a friend, and make sure that you're following this podcast on your favorite podcast network so that when a new episode drops, you don't miss it. And you following it and leaving review is fantastic for us in continuing to build the reach of the podcast. So I thank you for that. So with that, let's dive into the next episode. Do you ever wonder where God is going to direct you and how that looks different than your plans? Or in the midst of your plans, something doesn't work out because God has something better for you. So you may notice as we dive into this November 8th episode that I'm not in my office. I'm actually in a closet at an Airbnb. If you're watching this on YouTube, I should say. 
at an Airbnb in Asheville, North Carolina, because I'm in town for the narrow 2021 conference that's put on by She Works His Way. Highly recommend that you go follow them on Instagram. They have a new book out, so make sure you get your hands on that book. And um, I recorded my November podcast. I, I like to record my podcasts all in, in one sitting because they, they all are interconnected as we talked about the roadmap last week. For those of you who love to do lists and maps, I'm sure you appreciate this. And if you don't just hang on, it's okay. I know you love variety and we're going to be the Holy Spirit's here. So I promise he's going to give us some variety, but, um, my episode for today did not record. I think my microphone was on mute. So my incredible podcast editor messaged me and said, uh, this is blank. And I was on the road to Asheville. So I said, I'm going to have to record this tonight when I get there. And I don't have my regular microphone. And I don't know if you know this, but I don't know a lot about recording and recording studios, but like a closet is a great place to record because of clothes in the closet. And in fact, that's you may have seen a few months ago as I've been working on my audiobook that I actually was recording my audiobook in the closet. So that's where I am as we unpack the, the next phase of clarity. So in this episode today, we're going to be talking about how surrendering to God's direction, letting go and letting him drive gives us clarity. But here's the thing, as ambitious women in business, and ambitious women in general, it's really hard for us to relinquish control, right? And maybe I have a few listeners who aren't in business, but they they love just tuning in to think about, you know, how are they showing up at work and allowing the Lord to lead? How are they redefining hustle in the workplace? And they still, sometimes we have control issues, right? I think it's just part of being women. And for those of us who are moms, but we've got to relinquish control. And if you followed me for a little while, or maybe you've downloaded chapter one at my website, which you can go get at AaronHarrigan.com, or you have my book, you, you know, and I'm very authentic and transparent about my story. And in a nutshell, it's that, you know, ambitious woman gets lost on the way to the top, encounters Jesus, surrenders her life. He takes the wheel and then hands her the Bible and says, this is your roadmap for how to, how to do business my way, how to pursue success my way. And then along that route, as he's uncovering that and sort of pointing out the milestones as he's driving, I begin to encounter other women who are hitting the same wall, like, like this, this dissatisfaction with success and trying to fill a, a God-shaped hole and the churning and anxiety of like having to carry all the burden themselves. And he says, you know, that roadmap I gave you, you need to go give that to other people. And so that's why I speak and I write and I have a podcast and I coach. So we're going to talk about direction and I don't have my Bible with me, but thank goodness for the version Bible app, because I can pull it up on my laptop and see the scriptures because I've got um, six key scriptures for this. And there's so much in, in the word about how the Lord directs us and that he guides us and protects us with his, with his hand. And he has his eyes on us and he inclines his ear to us. So there's so much there. And the second thing that I want to say is I always want to reiterate to you that I am not a Bible scholar and I am not <clears throat> into cherry picking scripture. 
So I really want to encourage you that the scripture I'm giving you, please go read the chapter that it's in so that you get a sense of what's happening around these particular scriptures. But what, excuse me, I do like to do is pull the scripture and go, how would this apply to us in business? And then bring that to you. So that's what I'm doing tonight. So I also want to remind you that direct is the second of the four keys. So if you're watching me on YouTube right now, I, you you see me making a circle. It's because it's it's sort of the circle of life, right? The Lord direct defines us, our identity, who we are, whose we are, the work and the purpose that he's given us. He then directs us so we know what action to take and when. We then put that into discipline, which means we put feet to our faith. We step out in trust and we take action because we have to take action. And then as we do that, we develop and we continue to grow in our walk with him. And we get stronger in showing up as his ambassador and reflecting Christ's light. And, you know, sometimes we we even get more bold in sharing that message. So tonight we're going to be talking about direct and how the Lord directs us, which by the way, I want to let you know that if you haven't already grabbed my four keys tool, four keys to redefine hustle and escape overwhelm, go grab it. You can get it at aaronherrigan.com slash four keys. It'll be in the show notes. I have some other tools coming up for you. So I'm very excited about that, but that really gives you the visual of the four keys. And then it gives you what each of the keys means. And then what the scripture references that I really feel like the Holy Spirit gave me to go along with each of those keys. So direction, we have to allow the Lord to direct us. We have to let go of the reins and literally Jesus take the wheel. And as I said earlier, that's hard for us, right? Because sometimes we're afraid if we let go, our business is going to slow down. And listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it has to. Sometimes you have to go slow to go fast you know, if you've ever read Aesop's fable, the turtle and the hare, like, you know, the, or the tortoise and the hare, you know, the tortoise wins. So it's not about being fast so that it can burn out, or that can be a flash in the pan. It's about lasting results, kingdom results. And so sometimes we do have to go, go slow to go fast. And sometimes it feels like Jesus is driving the car backwards. And we're like, dude, did you put this in reverse? Right? Because he's like, pulling it back, like those little toy cars that you pull back and then let go. Right. And it's important to let him direct because what we see as a small step could have incremental exponential forward motion that we could never do on our own. So letting him direct is hard, but it is necessary. It is necessary. So the first scripture that I'm going to take you to is Deuteronomy 8, 18. And I'm taking you here first because this is important that we have to remember this as as the starting point. And that is this. It says, you shall remember the Lord your God for it is he who gives you power to get wealth that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as this, as it is this day. So we have to remember that it's not us that creates the wealth. In fact, he ultimately is the great provider. He provides everything we need and some things that we want, not everything that we want, but you know, the world, you've heard me say this, the world has this mantra of it is to be, it's up to me. And I flipped that on its side. And I say, if it is to be, it's up to he, because we can do all the work and we can spin our wheels, but ultimately it is he who gives us the power 
to do that work. It's he who's given us that work, right? And it takes a relationship with Jesus to understand that we have access to that, right? So I want that to be our starting point, if you will. The next place that I'm gonna take us, we are like sitting in Isaiah a little bit, if you will. So is Isaiah 28, verse 29. And it says, this also comes from the Lord of hosts. Here's here's the piece I want you to, to really hone in on. He is wonderful in counsel and excellent in wisdom. Like who better to drive this car than he who created us? And, and I'm throwing in here Ephesians 2.10. I just came back from the Clarity to Courage conference with, um, with a bunch of people that I love, but Avery Forrest is the person who put on the conference. And Ephesians 2.10 is really the foundational verse this year for the conference. And what she kept reminding us of is that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that he predestined. So he's already decided what those works are for you and for me, right? And he is wonderful in his counsel and he is excellent in his wisdom. No one has more wisdom than him. So we, we need to get comfortable with surrendering to him because who better to guide us, right? And sometimes we think, I got my faith, I got my business, like, I don't know that they really come together. And that's exactly what I work with women to help them understand. It's like, how do you bridge those things and walk out what he's given you, again, with clarity and serenity and fulfillment? So we've got to be comfortable and believe that he is God and we are not, and he is good, and that what he says ultimately is the best thing for us and what he says goes. And so we might slow down a little bit, but maybe not, right? I'm not saying that that always happens, but we need to be just honed in and clinging to him as our great and faithful counselor. So now we're going to go to Isaiah 30. And I love this first verse. Um, The section is called, Do Not Go Down to Egypt. And I've been listening audibly uh, on this YouVersion Bible app to Isaiah. And I love this first verse because he's talking to the Israelites, but you tell me if you think that this resonates with us in today's world. It says, ah, stubborn children, declares the Lord, who carry out a plan, but not mine, who make an alliance, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. Doesn't that sound like us? Like, this is my plan. Bless it, Lord. And then we carry it out. It doesn't go the way we thought or it doesn't last as long as we thought or it doesn't have the impact that we thought or it doesn't take us where we thought we were supposed to go, right? Or we make a connection or alliance and we think, ooh, that would be profitable and we can work together and we can like blow this business out. But is that what the Lord wants? I mean, maybe it is, but we're stubborn, aren't we? We're stubborn because we don't want to, we want him to bless our plans and not give it up to him and say, Lord, thy will be done. Listen, there's nothing wrong with goal setting and there's nothing wrong with vision and there's nothing wrong with making plans, but it's the posture from which we make those plans and how we bring that to him. I think I shared with you this story. So back in 2014, before I accepted Jesus, I was working, 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 and my business was going backwards, going backwards, going backwards, because, you know, the Lord was trying to show me his will. And I read the book, The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. He's the pastor of National Community Church in DC. Powerful story about that church. Excellent book. Highly recommend it. Here's what I don't recommend. I don't recommend that you take the book and be like, 
oh yeah, I'm totally circling this in prayer without checking with the Lord first, because that's exactly what I did. And so I literally, guys, I mean, this is so crazy. I got on my knees in my family room and I was vying somehow, some way to like get to the top of the company that I was in in network marketing. And I was like, Lord, I'm circling this title. And I was on my knees and I drew a circle around myself in my with my finger on my family room Berber carpet, which by the way, this carpet I'm sitting on is kind of like that. And I was like, mm, Lord, I circled that in prayer. And I just, I'm believing that you're going to give it to me. Listen, we cannot prescribe our blessings to the Lord. We can't. Right. And so that's what I love about this verse. And in the end, the Lord did not give me that, but he gave me this. He gave me hustle with heart. He gave me the rooted coaching community and my book. And, and, and he gave me a vehicle to take my mess and, and allow it to be a message for others and to take the tests that we've been through as a family and to allow that to be my testimony. So all I'm saying is we got to relinquish our plans and we're going to get to that in Proverbs 16 in just a second. But I just want to be clear, like we can be stubborn, right? So now I want to go to verse 30, 21. And this is what it says. And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. Like if we are tuned in with him, if we are bookending our day and establishing a daily discipline to be with him in morning, in evening, and throughout the day, which we're going to talk about discipline next week, then we will get to know his voice. We will get to know his character. We will get to know that feeling when it feels like, is that the Holy Spirit or is that me, right? We will we will get to feel comfortable kneeling down or face down. I was face down on my carpet in my office the other day crying out to him. And you will hear the word behind you. He will guide you. He wants to surprise and delight you, but he wants you to come to him and ask him to guide you. And I promise you he will, but we've got to relinquish that. And when we do, and I haven't mentioned this throughout, I'm just realizing, but but when we relinquish that and we allow him to drive, we allow him to direct us, guess what we get? Clarity. Because guess what? We're not taking out the map and it's folded wrong and we're trying to figure out where we are. No, no, no. He is the map. He is the GPS. Guess what we get to do? Have clarity. So Letting him direct us unlocks clarity so that when we step out into our purpose, we all, we we have a sense of where we're going. We don't we don't see the whole road, but but we have a sense that well, when I step, I'm secure because the Lord will move me where I need to go. And that gives us clarity, right? Clarity. Okay. Um, so now we're gonna go to Psalm 90. And I love this because this just reiterates. First of all, I want, I want to, this was really news to me when I started to get to know the Bible, that, that this Psalm is a prayer of Moses, right? Like how amazing is that? Um, but at the end of the Psalm, it says, let the favor of the Lord, our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes. Establish the work of our hands. He says it twice that the Lord establishes the work. We don't establish the work. Water break. He establishes the work. And guess what? That gives us clarity, clarity, because we know we don't have to know it all. We don't have to shoulder all the burden. He takes that off of us and he directs us. I mean, the, 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 
the lack, like the dismantling of ambiguity, right? This breaks the chains of overachievement because we don't have to overachieve because he's directing us, right? It breaks the chains of overwhelm because we don't have to carry it all ourselves and try to figure it all out. Please hear me. There is work to do. We still have to do work and we still will overachieve. I mean, listen, I was overachieving earlier this week. God gave, said, do this. And I was like, oh, oh, and I'm going to do this, this, and this, right? Like, for example, I was trying to get all my podcasts done last night and the volume didn't work. Now, I don't know. Maybe that I'm probably human error, right? But my point is we can have clarity and be free from that overwhelm and that overachievement because of the clarity and his direction. That key unlocks that for us, right? Okay, I'm going to go to Proverbs and then I'm going to tie it all together. So Proverbs 16, I'm really going to focus in on um, 16.3 and 16.9, but I really want you to read 16, really all the way through, but 16.1 through 9 is, is really about how we make our plans. Like we constantly make our plans and we say what our plans are, but the Lord directs our speech, right? In, in 16.3, it says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. If you go back to my episodes in June, I'll put a link to it. Um, I did a li- an episode on commitment, the call to commitment. We have to commit ourselves to doing it. We have to be all in for him so that he can establish our plans without us being wishy-washy about it, right? But then in 16.9, it says, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. What I want you to understand, and again, this is just six scriptures, is that throughout the Bible, the Lord tells us that he directs us. The Lord is, is, is so desiring to direct us. He wants our full surrender. He wants our surrender over sacrifice. And when we allow him to lead, like he's already told us that he would, it's like, it's like, if I could paraphrase, it's like, he says, I've planned you for this and I've already predestined what that's going to be and what it's going to look like and what those steps are. Now, Let me open the map and direct you. Let me be the cartographer. Is that the word for people who make maps? Right? Let me lead you. And where we get all jumbled is we get caught up in the world's definition of who we are and whose we are because we tie it all to our achievement and and our titles and our stuff, right? And when we get caught up in the direction we should go because the world is so loud about what it means to hustle and to make it happen and to be a boss babe, right? Listen, my whole mission here is to help you break free from that overachievement and overwhelm and to replace all of that so that you can walk out this assignment in your business because your business is a vehicle for your gifts and your purpose, that you can walk it out with clarity and serenity and ultimately fulfillment that goes beyond the material and the titles and all of those things. That is my mission. So. We just need to understand that he wants to direct us and we need to be surrendered to him directing us. Mm. I don't know, y'all. That's like a word right there. So I am very excited for you all to check this out. Um, Please screenshot this, share it with others, uh, tag me on social and make sure um, there's a tool that I have for you. Um, Make sure that you go get yourself the under control tool. So it's down in the show notes, but you can get it at erinharrigan.com slash under control. And it's just a simple tool that helps you 
sort of dump everything out of the brain that you think you have to be in charge of and know what is in your control and what is in God's control. And I promise you, when you do that, you are going to feel this incredible sense of peace, knowing that you don't have to control it all. It might be a little scary because you don't know where he's going to take it, but that he gets to direct you. And you know, what comes from that. You know what I'm going to say? Clarity. Yes. Yes. And amen. Thanks for tuning in. I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. For those watching on YouTube, this is hopefully the last time you'll see me in a closet, but who knows? Thank goodness I have the closet to record in. All right, everybody. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a thriving business with God as your most powerful business partner. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool that I mentioned in today's episode. I get so excited to see your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So when you screenshot and share them, please be sure to tag me and definitely follow me on social at the links in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. 